Hello, welcome to another episode of Soccer Dads, or I should just say Soccer Dad, but shit's expensive, so that cover photo's gonna be staying there for a while. What's up, guys? Bem-vindo, bem-vindo, welcome to my podcast, Soccer Dads. A lot of topics going on uh, this week, um, wrote a few down, gonna talk about it, gonna try not to sound crazy. But here we are. So let's do this shit. So Dortmund, Real, Barcelona are out of their domestic cups. And you know what's funny about that? Uh, well, not with Dortmund, but Real and Barca is uh, La Liga or the Spanish Federation uh, Football Association or whatever the fuck they're called. Um, they changed the whole setup for the um, for the Super Cup to, uh, you know, obviously for money by moving it to Saudi Arabia because as you saw this past... Um, uh, month or last month or whatever, it was uh, Barcelona, Valencia, Atletic Madrid, and yet Real Madrid. And now the final four for the Spanish Domestic Cup is Atletic Bilbao, Granada, and Real Sociedad, and Mirandes. Let's see if they keep doing that. <laughs> and they go to Saudi Arabia with those four bomb-ass teams. Money, money. Uh, with that being said, um, a lot of shit going down in uh, Barca. Uh, with Abidal calling out um, players, saying they were against Valverde, that Valverde made training too serious, and no one, you know, like when they're working under Valverde, and then Messi came into the picture and said to the reporters, you know, you should, you should be naming players, you shouldn't, you should be naming players, you know, now, now you're calling out the whole locker room if you're going to be saying something like that. And uh, uh, the big thing going on now is that Messi's on his final year of the contract, and on Bleacher Report, I just saw that he's 40% of their salary. And he has a lot of decisions, rumors, but I don't know if it's true, that he he kind of gets a final say. So coaches go up to him and asking starting lineups and who to bring in and who would work well for the team. So um, him being final year of the contract, Barca not you know falling behind in La Liga, uh, just missing out of the domestic cup just now, um, losing out in the Super Cup, and now they just basically scrapped up a win. They were down both times against Real Betis, 1-0, then, you know, 2-1, and then they end up winning with what is now Messi's fifth straight assist for Barcelona goals. Um, but Messi's rumored to be going to Man City, uh, Man United, Chelsea, and Juventus. I mean, I, I don't see Messi leaving, but, I mean, it's at that point of his career. It's either now or never. In your last year of your contract, um... Out of the two, te- I mean, out of those four teams, I, I don't see Man United happening. While back Chelsea, I think he followed Chelsea on Instagram. That was a big rumor thing, but I don't see that happening. Um, I really see Man City, you know, Pep Guardiola, Aguero, he's Aguero's um, son's godfather. They got a big bond there. Um, uh, I just, I, that's a team I could really see Messi in. And, um, and then uh, Football Rambles, uh, they were talking about how uh, Danny Mills, I think it's on BBC Sports, I, I, I don't know, on a British channel, but they played an audio clip. And Danny Mills, if you don't know Danny Mills, he was a, a, a English player who played for a right back for Leeds United when they were in the Champions League. 
uh, got called up to, to England when Sven Goran Eriksson was there. Uh, he said, Danny Mills says he doesn't have a spot in Man City. Who, oh, and the clip said, and the clip said, word for word, this is what he said. He said, who would he play for? I mean, he, he could play for anybody on, on that team. Literally anybody. You could get rid of players and have him, get rid of two players and he'll be equal to those two. Uh, Messi's a god. So it's probably plain and simple. Uh, he could play anywhere. You could play him in, in, behind the forward. You could play him as a winger. You could play him free roll. You could fucking get rid of Guardiola and have him play as a coach. Player coach, fuck, if you want. If he's already making all the decisions for Barcelona. Um, but God, how how beautiful would it be if he went to Juventus and we actually get to see it? CR7 and Messi. I know, I know it's not going to happen, but uh, Juventus loves picking up players on free, uh, free players. Uh, with no contracts, God, how beautiful that be! See them in their final years playing together, lifting their last Champions League together. I don't know. I, I'm a I'm a romantic, but uh, Bayern Munich, Red Bull, Leipzig. Let's go to Bundesliga. Not gonna lie, I fell asleep the last 15 minutes of the game. But Alfonso Davies played uh, left back with uh, I think Shula's hurt, so uh, uh, Alaba played center back with uh, Boateng. And Alfonso Davies play left back. The thing is, uh, Alfonso Davies, fantastic player. Uh, I mean, playing out of position, obviously, but uh, the crossing was all sorts of whack. You know, reminded me of Miguel from Benfica from back in the day. Great right back, defending because he was the speed. You know, like he would just track back and get uh, always get the ball back. Alfonso Davies, so he played good. He played well. Uh, just the crossing was shitty, but he's more and more making a name for himself, way more than Coutinho is. Coutinho sat out again. Um, holding midfielder Tyler Adams for Red Bull Leipzig played really fantastic. I mean, he was playing holding midfield, but he was running all over the field. He was going out wide, come pitching in, pitching back, helping out the center backs. He was just everywhere. And I, I mean, I know um, Alfonso's Canadian, but man, Tyler Adams just more and more is looking like an elite player. And no, no, not shitting on Pulisic. Pulisic is a fantastic player, but my more my my kind of style, Tyler Adams, and more and more he's just making himself becoming a solid player, and really doing well for, uh, in Germany and for Red Bull. Um, Danny Olmo too. Danny Olmo already looks like he's been a Red Bull Leipzig for five five seasons. He was doing a real great technical player. Um, if he keeps playing. Like the way he's been playing, making names for himself in the name Zagreb, but now with the Red Bull, uh, he's he's definitely not going to be there for too long. Angelino, good to see Angelino getting some burn. I mean, if you guys have been hearing us since the beginning, or myself in the beginning, um, uh, have a huge boner for Angelino. Um, Eredivisie top player uh, the season, uh, I think it was last year for PSV. Um, fantastic, great left foot, great cross, great set piece taker. And uh, yeah, he needed to make the move to get some burn because he was get, he wasn't playing at uh, Man City, so it was a good loan move. Uh, but a player who really caught my eye last year of his contract is Dayat Upumakano, the center back for Red Bull. He had everybody in his pocket, strong. You cannot get through him. Cannot. Lewandowski tried to do his cut, try to shield it. Now Upumakano was on you, and he would get the ball back. So I, if one team that sticks in my mind, uh, we've talked about before. Uh, Man City want, needing a center back, and Ubu Mukanu, last year for his contract, he needs to go to a big club. Uh, that's why I want him to go there, so Ruben Diaz does not go there. Also, another new rumor is he's going to go probably Tottenham for uh, $100 million. 
<laughs> oh, Express, you're funny. That ain't gonna happen. Ruben uh, might be just going to Man City. I think that's what's gonna end up happening. But Ubumacano, look at him. Uh, Coutinho, going back to Coutinho. I mean, I just, I don't, I feel bad. And I don't. Coutinho uh, looks like he's just going to have another season to forget. Um, Barcelona last year, yeah, he had some, he scored some screamers, played some games, but I. Think he's got to do himself a favor and uh, just go to PSG. So, uh, I mean, Yacardi did it. Di Maria did it. You're going to play all the time. You'll look like an all-star, and your confidence will be going up again. Just do the move. I, I think you need to do the move. Uh, Serie A, they had the, the last Derby de la Madanina at the San Siro. Uh, AC Milan played, like, the best soccer ever. And probably their best first half ever of the season. Um, pressing the ball. They look like Inter Milan, the way Inter Milan's been playing. Zlatan is ageless. He's now the oldest scorer ever in the Derby. And has scored three different generations in that fixture. So 38 years old. And he had a golden assist the first half. I mean, Milan looked dominant. But then second half, it was like two goals in, what, eight minutes? Inter Milan, like the, the Inter Milan have been looking... This whole season, uh, they're playing their football, uh, high press. Uh, Milan could barely hold the ball at one point, and then you could just tell everybody's demeanor was just like down. You know, you, you Ramanoli's looking on the ground. No, they couldn't do anything. You know, just nothing. They nothing was to be made. Um, after the game, Lukaku scored a goal again. Uh, Lukaku after the game said to the reporters, "There's a new king to Milan now. I'm taking a dig at Zlatan." Which will probably come to bite him in the ass because Latin always got the last say. But Lukaku, man. Lukaku has 21 goals and 4 assists in 30 games for Inter this season. So now the City has a two-way tie for first place with Inter and Juventus losing place to Verona. Ronaldo, by the way, 20 goals in 20 games. Bonkers. 35 years old. Still killing it. It's that man bun. Uh, but it's now three-man race with uh, Lazio one point behind. Give it up for Lazio, though, man. Simeone Inzaghi doing a great job there. They got 54 goals of, uh, in, uh, what, 25 matches. Uh, still not in first with, for goals for Atalanta is dominating with 61 goals. Um, but they're unbeaten. Lazio's unbeaten in their last 18 games in the Serie A. So it's the first time they've ever done that in their history. So that's that's pretty dope to see because uh, Lazio is a team with history uh, and if you grew up like me in the 90s you know you remember that team with Pavel Nedved, Karol Pabarski, Fernand Couto, Sergio Conceição, uh, Veron, um, Vieri for a little bit. Uh, it was just a fantastic team. I thought, uh, no I was gonna say Buffon. Was, it, was Buffon there? No he went to, from Parma uh, but it was just a fantastic team. That team I think I believe won the Euro. Or was it a cup winner's cup? I believe no, it was the it was the Europe the UEFA. I'm sorry, I think the Euro. Um, then they ended up winning the Super Cup against Man United the year that '99 when uh, they won the Champions League. Uh, but look at Tiro Mobley's numbers: uh, 25 goals, six assists in 23 games. Bonkers. Uh, game I wanted to talk to. As you all know, I'm a diehard Benfica. Uh, I have a saucy card. Means I'm a paid fan. But I haven't paid that shit in six months because I live in fucking America. Why am I going to pay for it, bro? Well, I'm going to wake up like in a fucking concrete boots one day in like Jersey City. Luffy Vieta like with a gun in my head. Pay the bills. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it happened over the weekend. Uh, I have to say, if I weren't Portuguese, which is pretty obvious, I, in no doubt in my mind, 
I would not watch this piece of shit league. It is like, I just, there's just stupid calls. Non-stop, and it's not even. It's not even calls. I'm not speaking this as a Befica fan. I'm speaking as a fan. You got players that Weagle committed his first foul, gets a yellow. Alex Stell's freaking gets no cards whatsoever. He creates two, three fouls. Pepe Colesline start up twice, nothing. And it's all over Brazil and Spain. How they talk about Pep being so aggressive, but nothing. AS talked about it in España, the, the Madrid newspaper. And uh, Global, the Portos in Brazil talked about it. Um, but Porto scored first with a beautiful... And by the way, I'm happy Sergio Oliveira is getting burned. And I'm not a Portista. Uh, he's a fantastic player. And, uh, you know, with this whole thing, Gabriel may be getting called up to the national team because his parents, his grandparents are Portuguese or his grandmother or whatever. Uh, I'd rather see Sergio Oliveira because I think Sergio Oliveira is a fantastic player. And it, he finally... So I'm glad Sergio Conceição finally sees that his boy that was at lunch with him should get some burn because Sergio Oliveira is a solid player and he scored a fucking fantastic goal. Off the shin, fucking side volley from a, def- a, a center mid a player, like a fucking box-to-box holding player. Like, come on, man. Um, Befica came back and tied and then Befica got momentum. At this point, we had a great game. A great game of football back and forth. And I, you don't see that. Often, especially with the classic, because it's just always stopping. A player gets fouled, he holds the ball, and then waiting for the ref to call. And only the league in the world that does that, where they fall and hold the ball, like, hey, ref, you're going to stop the play? Because I got my hands on it. Um, but back and forth, the game was great, but Fika had the momentum. And then, out of nowhere, Porto gets a PK, because Tiquinho, on the off a corner kick, okay, listen. Tiquinho, so Tiquinho, <sighs> God, I'm so annoyed. Tiquinho heads the ball. Fer was in front of him. Listen, it's all over Befica blogs. They're trying to say, oh, but Tiquinho fouled him because, listen, it's a fucking physical game. All right? That is nowhere near a foul because he's grabbing his jersey. Come on, bro. Fer was far off him. There was no push. He's just holding his jersey a little bit. I'm not calling it a foul. It's a physical sport. Soccer is a physical sport, okay? Yeah, there's sometimes little bitch moves. Oh, I'm foul. But it's a physical sport. You're going to have contact. So Tiquinho heads the ball. Ferro's in front of him. He, he misses the ball. Tiquinho heads it. So when he heads it, God, it hits his arm. And if you see the replay, Artur Suárez Diaz sees the whole thing, calls nothing. But of course in Portugal... The ball hits the hand automatically. It's going to be a fucking handball. I called it. I knew it. My friend's like, ah, you don't give it a chance, bro. I don't, I don't think so, bro. There's, it's not deliberate. But not in Portugal. Portugal? Oh, handball on the ball. Boom. It's an automatic. Even if the guy's not even looking at the ball. Even if gravity, when you're up in the air, makes you have your arms come up onto your sides because you're falling down back to the ground. Nope, the ball hits his hand, and what's it? A handball and a PK. And on page 36 of the FIFA rulebook, it states, if handles the ball deliberately, it's a handball. Handles the ball deliberately, it's a handball. That was not deliberate. Adel Starap was deliberate. The cross where he puts his hand up, I was scared. I thought he didn't get a second yellow. But Artur Suárez Diaz... Knows what kind of game it is. 
We're talking about the fucking Clásico, the biggest game in Portugal. There's no more Benfica, Sporting, Sporting, Port. It's always Benfica, Port. We know that. Didn't give the second yellow, which I thank him for. But it was a foul. Because it was deliberate. And if you see the replay, this was not a handball. I have friends that aren't even Portuguese. They're like, damn, that was dirty. They should have never given him a handball. <laughs> but it's Portugal. It's a fucking... Everything's a foul. Everything's a foul. You hold the ball. You fall to the floor. You hold the ball. It's a fucking foul. They call the foul. That's Portugal for you. So Fer, then Ferro uh, gets burned uh, by a lovely through ball. Uh, who was it that gave it? Was it Sergio Oliveira? Was it Corona? I don't remember. I came from the right side. But Marega's running around Ferro all game. Uh, lovely through ball. Ferro got burned. And um, he does a grounded cross, uh, Marega. And Ruba Dias kicks it in. So all momentum goes to Porto after that fucking uh, PK. So Porto had all momentum. Um, like I said before, Wigo got a yellow on his first tackle. Pepe had clothesline that wasn't called after the corner kick right in the edge of the box on Tarapt. Marega punched Tarapt in the face right in front of Turusaj Dias. No yellow on that. And then right before VAR called um, the PK, fucking Pep cross-checks Tarapt. And that's what the one that they're it's going all over on Brazil and Spain. That's the one that they're talking about. But there's one right on the edge of the box that he fucking cross-checks. I think it was Tarapt also. And there was nothing. So Tarapt, I'm surprised he's, he's even alive. And he didn't get injured for fucking a month or lost a tooth. Because I'm... Uh, he got pounded all game. And yet got no yellows after every pound that he, that he took. Every pounding that he took. So um, I'm honestly disappointed because... These big games always get ruined by the refs in Portugal. I'm not taking it away from Porto. I mean, at the end of the first half, nine shots on target. Four to Benfica. Uh, Porto was better in the, the first half. I mean, they ended it. That, after that PK, the, the game was ruined. All momentum went to Porto. Uh, Benfica came in. We came in good in the second half. We got a goal in the first five minutes, but we couldn't get another. Bep missed a, a chance right in front of uh, the goal uh, after a corner kick. Uh we then went on the offensive, which I loved. You know, we saw, I saw that we were about to put Tomás Tovarz, and um, that didn't happen, and he actually put Diego Souza. So we had three strikers, but they're supposed to, um, you know, be up top, but no one knew where they were playing. So that, you know, that kind of messed us up too. You know, Lodge screaming, giving them the tactics. Nothing worked out because they didn't know where they were supposed to be in position. We're open because we're going for it. You know, Porto would kept keep coming on the on the counter. Put Manaf in. That was a good, that was a good sub. You know, fast get you on the counter. That was a good play. Uh, did a little scritzcat. I think on the was it Grimaldo. Um, so that's it. I mean, Porto's now four points, and the league is back open. I, I mean, now I'm worried because Benfica's come back. Oh, Benfica always comes back. You know, when they do win the Campeonato, you know, seven, eight points. But we've lost it, like, the year of JJ when we lost all three trof we lost three trophies in 10 days. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a little worried because we got some tough away matches. We got Maritim, we got uh, Rio Ave, uh, Stubal, Familica, and we still got to play Braga at home. Uh, we got tough games, and uh, I think we play uh, Maritim away is the one that really scares me, and four points is, is dangerous, man. But at this point last season... Uh, we were only up by two, and we ended up winning the league, so that gives me a little boost. And like JR said, we go again. Um, but let's not slip this one up, all right? No shot. Not trying to shit on Jared because it's my boy, but you know, just just a, a fucking lovely soccer pun. 
other news, I want to congratulate Jordan Henderson and Mo Salah, by the way. Um, Jordan Henderson just had a, a boy, and Mo Salah had a, had a girl. And if you if you do the math, this is pretty funny. Uh, if you do the math, nine months exactly from when their kids were born is was the day of the four zero against um, against Barcelona in the semifinals. So that's pretty funny because uh, there was magic in Anfield and magic in the sheets. So uh, last thing I'll say. Uh, that I saw uh, the Premier League actually this is pretty dope I hope it happens because uh, I actually just bought ESPN Plus uh, I heard they were going to get Bundesliga because Fox's contract is uh, its last contract for Bundesliga is this year is the last the last year so they're going to get go to ESPN Plus and you know watch Serie A it's nice to have uh, FA Cup uh, they got the League Cup on there they got P- uh, the Dutch League PSV League uh, no respect no disrespect to Ajax um but the Premier League wants to create an app, just like Netflix, that will show all fixtures and will be available in 180 countries for 10 pounds. 10 pounds, that's like $13 a month. I would get that shit in a heartbeat. So that's dope as hell. Um, it'll be a Netflix for EPL. Um, that's all I want. I've been wanting that. You have all the EPL games in your disposal, and you could just like watch replays, old moments. Uh, when I had the IPTV, they had... Um, Sky Sports Premier League, and they would show like best goals of the 90s, uh, best goals of like Leeds United 96 97 season, or um, uh, that was dope. And you could see best goals of David Ginola, like Paul Scholes and Gary, uh, Gary Neville sitting down talking about their favorite games they played together. I hope that's the kind of stuff that they bring with this app because I would get that shit in a heartbeat. Um, so guys, this is uh, this is it for me, man. So uh, quick episode, this is how it's going to be with just me. Uh, I don't have anybody to uh, debate with. I'll uh, I'll probably be interviewing friends and stuff as the season goes on. You know, I'll see. I do want to check out uh, the Cause of the Paco. Uh, I'm thinking about doing that. They have the my um, the owner there. He's a diehard Deportivo de la Coruña fan, and they have Coruña friends coming from like upstate New York, New York City. Go there to watch Deportivo Coruña, where I think are like tenth or eleventh place uh, in uh, Segunda in Spain, um, that if you grew up in the 90s, they were a powerhouse, or early 2000s, I mean, when the, uh, La Liga uh, always made it to the quarterfinals, semifinals of the Champions League, had a nasty freaking squad, uh, when Pablo, um, uh, Gilmar, Gilmar, yeah, the Brazilian, uh, Pauleta, uh, Fran, um, Roy Mackay, um, so it was, a, it, was a, it was a really fun team to watch. So, um, you know, go there, maybe interview those guys, see how it is being in the Segunda after all those old memories of the 90s. So that'd be cool. Just ideas I have. I don't know. I'm just shooting a shit right now with you guys. So uh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Viva Benfica. Um, Viva the new Red Bull jerseys. Uh, Red Bull, New Jersey. I should say, not New York. So, um, and thank you. So I'll see you guys next week. Ciao.